Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you could choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash 48 hours. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. In this week's 48 Hours interview podcast, we speak to investigators about the search for a fugitive mother, a woman on the run for 20 years, chased by the FBI across five continents, a woman finally caught in Australia and brought back to Charleston, South Carolina to pay for what she did. I'm 48 Hours correspondent Maureen Maher. In February 1994, Lee Barnett lost custody of her nine-and-a-half-month-old daughter, Savannah, after a bitter court battle with husband Harris Todd, a battle fueled by allegations of mental illness, violence, and deceit. Over the next two months, Lee Barnett obtained fake birth certificates and passports, and in April of 1994, she and her baby assumed their new identities, boarded a plane to Germany, and disappeared. So began a mystery that would haunt FBI agents for the better part of two decades. 48 Hours producer Liza Finley sat down with agents Chris Quick and Ed Klimas two leading FBI agents who searched for Lee and Savannah across the globe. My name is Chris Quick, and I'm a special agent with the FBI, and I've been employed with the FBI for 26 years. I was assigned this case in uh, late April 1994, and uh, basically Harris Todd and his attorney came to the FBI office and said, my, my daughter has been kidnapped or taken by my ex-wife and found out from Harris and his attorney that he had full custody of his daughter and that his ex-wife Dorothy Lee Barnett had visitation rights and I guess the weekend prior to that on a weekend visit she disappeared with the child. Did you know at that point what you were you were about to the kind of length of and scope of an investigation you were about to embark on? I didn't know what to expect 
that it would take 20 plus years to solve or investigate. Uh, and most parental kidnappings, they're emotionally based. And, you know, one parent gets upset, gets emotional, takes the kid, puts them in a car, and they travel somewhere and really don't, they don't think it out. And so I thought it would be one of those typical cases that uh, Dorothy Lee emotionally left, took her kid, was upset. And I, I thought eventually in a week or two we'd find her in some hotel, motel, in some other part of the country. But? That didn't occur. And then as, you, as we started investigating and talking to Harris and, and uh, family members, associates, we found out that this was a little bit more than your average uh, custody kidnapping. She did some planning and took some steps to uh, think this out and, and not get caught. So Lee Barnett turned out to be what? Um, that she had planned this, calculated it, and, and did a good job. I mean, as the time went on, we leads came up empty. And, you know, from working fugitive cases, most fugitives uh, mess up, make mistakes, because they can't leave the life that they came from. And in this case, she totally cut all ties from everyone, family, associates. And because of that, uh, she was tough to find. You know, mo most people, you know, stay in touch with a relative or make that telephone call or make that visit to someone, and that's what trips them up. This didn't occur in this case. So what does that say about Lee Barnett? That she thought about this, she was planned, she was disciplined. She was able to elude us for 20 years. So she accomplished her goal at least for 20 years. She had an advantage because she was a flight attendant. So she had traveled the world, unlike uh, most average people. So she knew how to travel foreign countries. So she had that advantage, unlike most people. And how resourceful a person do you think Lee Barnett was? Well, in hindsight, she was very resourceful. I mean, was able to go to California, get a, a driver's license and an assumed name, disguise herself in the pictures, used her U.S. Air Airlines ID, altered that to get the driver's license. And then with those, those IDs, was able to go to Houston and get a passport and an assumed name. She also got a, uh, um, a bogus uh, birth certificate in her daughter's name. Twenty years ago, obtaining false identification was relatively easy because there were no checks and balances in place like there are, you know, 20, 22 years forward. So it was a lot easier 20 years ago if you just know how to do it and, and come up with the uh, right IDs. Do you think she could do it today? No. I don't think Lee Barnett would be able to, to pull it off today because of the checks and balances that are in place, the security concerns that, that the government has as uh, put in place because of uh, terrorism and, and, and international travel requirements. After several years, FBI agent Ed Klemas took over the case. And what was your role in the case of, of Lee Barnett? Um, I received the case after uh, a number of years had gone by. It, it uh, was pretty much a cold case at that point. Um, and uh, I just had to pick it up after uh, another agent had retired and uh, take it from there. 
And what did you make of this, this woman who just disappeared into thin air? I mean, what did you, it's like, scratch your head or? Well, I had to go back and review all the original case documents and the stuff that um, had done, been done previously by Chris Quick and some other agents, uh, and then see if I could develop some new leads, see if we could uh, develop any new interest in the case, and then see if anything developed from that that we could follow up with. And what kind of luck did you have? Very minimal. Um, we we uh, sent out some leads to have some people interviewed, um, talked with the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, uh, and uh, tried to explore whatever leads we thought were possible at that point, but nothing seemed to turn out uh, positive. What did you do to get the word out that this woman is missing and we want to find her? We thought from the beginning to, to help solve this case, we needed the public's help. So we, we any media exposure we can get on uh, television, uh, by doing interviews in the local media, national media, you know, if any, we get the pictures out of Dorothy Lee, of Savannah, hopefully someone might recognize them and then call the FBI or local authorities and we could follow up on those tips. And did you, what kind of tips came in? You would get, you would get tips that I saw a, a mother with a baby fitting the description in Arizona, I mean, we got tips from Arizona, California, Texas, uh, Alabama, you name it, all over. And so, of course, these would come into to myself and other agents, and we would send agents from those respective areas to follow up on them. And after interviewing the, the witnesses or individuals that had these spottings, determined it, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, Dorothy Lee or Savannah. How frustrating was that time after time? It was frustrating. Because, I mean, you, you know, our goal was to find uh, the child, Savannah, and as time went on, none of these leads panned out, and so you wonder, is, is the child okay? Is, is, are they still living here? Are they alive? Can harm have happened to the child? I mean, so it was frustrating. But then one tip would break the case a tip that came from a mistake that Lee Barnett had finally made. For the first time ever, Lee Barnett tells her side of the story to 48 Hours. Tune in this coming Saturday. We'll be on at 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 p.m. Central before the debate, and at 10 o'clock p.m. on the West Coast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the 48 Hours podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed 
guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. A new true crime podcast from the team behind Up and Vanished. In 2016, Justin Alexander, an adventurer, was invited on a trek by an Indian holy man. They headed to a spiritual ground in the Himalayan mountains, a place beyond civilization. The holy man returned and said nothing, but Justin was never seen again. What happened to him? Dive deep into our investigation and uncover the strange events surrounding Justin's disappearance, in status untraced. Check out this sneak preview. And this last experience he had with Rawat, I didn't feel good about it. In fact, I felt it was dangerous. It sounds strange, but I just, in my mother's heart, something was not okay. I felt that he was a nefarious character. Status Untraced is available now. Listen for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.